It's a way that the world would never fully understand or comprehend. The one who in all the fullness of the deity dwells, the person of Jesus, who is true God, but also true man, came to the cross. And by the cross, he triumphed over sin, death, and hell. And it's yours. You won't hear of some special add-on. You won't hear of any sort of extra purchase that you must make. It's all done by Christ, who is Lord of all. This message is from Rock of Ages Lutheran Church in Payson, Arizona. Ancient Faith for Today's World, January 15, 2023, Colossians 2, 6-15. Have you ever been told that something is all you need, only to find out later on that you're told you maybe need to get something extra, an add-on? It's happened to me before, and I'm sure it's happened to you. For example, when you're buying a phone, you might be told that it's the latest and greatest model that has the highest resolution, perfect glass on the screen, that has the best battery life, and it's the greatest, latest model, all packed into some sleek, small, compact design. Except when you go to purchase the item, the salesperson tells you that that perfect screen probably needs a screen protector so it doesn't get scratched. Or the phone, which is so perfectly and wonderfully designed, should probably get a case because if you don't keep it in a case, just one drop and the, the whole thing could get cracked or smashed. And you need a, an add-on that even though this device will probably be outdated within a year, you have to buy a protection plan a 10-year protection plan. And so we see how it is. It doesn't matter whether you're buying a mattress, a phone, a vehicle, or even a pair of glasses. You're, you're told that you need to buy some sort of add-on to make sure your purchase is really complete. Could this ever happen with someone as they present what we have in Christ? That Christ does all we need as an all-sufficient, perfect Savior, and yet you need something extra. And they convince you that there's some sort of add-on that you'll need along with Christ. That can happen as people present the gospel, and they say that Jesus is all you need, but then something more is needed. But today we look at God's Word, and we see the Apostle Paul writing to the Colossian Christians, and there he makes sure that they understand that Jesus is more than enough. And not only is Jesus more than enough for what we need for our salvation, for rescue, for life, for victory over all, but he does it. He gives it to us in a way that is so different from everything else we've ever received. As we receive Christ as Lord, he is Lord of all, and he gives triumph for all by the cross. As Paul writes to the Colossian Christians, he's probably the last person who would try to convince them that they need to add anything onto Christ. So he writes them, he says to them here in Colossians 2, verse 6, You received Christ Jesus as Lord. Continue to live your lives in him. Rather than trying to tell them they need something on top of or in addition to Christ, he tells them rather, instead, continue to live your lives in him. To continue to live in Christ is to hold on to what you have in Christ. He says, continue in what the faith that you were taught. 
And so Paul's urging here isn't to add on to Christ in any way, but rather to be careful you don't lose or let go. Don't misunderstand. As Paul says here, continue to live your life rooted and built up, strengthened. He's not saying add on to your faith, but he's saying your faith is something to hold on to. Because though we can't add to our faith, it is all efficient if it is in Christ, we can lose our faith. So Paul says, be rooted and built up in him. The believer can put down strong roots in faith as they grow in knowing Christ and holding to his word. And they can be built up in Christ as they continue to know better the word of Christ and what he has given them and what his will is in their life. And Paul says that when you do this, when you are rooted and built up, you are strengthened in the faith as you were taught. That the devil and the enemies of God will come to take away what we have in Christ. Paul says, no, be strengthened in Christ. Rooted, built up, established. And when that happens, Paul adds here, you'll be overflowing with thankfulness. When the believer has what they have in Christ and they grow in it and they learn of it and they strengthen, are strengthened in it, they'll increase in contentment, in praise, in thanksgiving to God throughout their life. So Paul stresses for the believer, don't just receive Christ as Lord, continue in him. And the reason for this is what he says next. See to it that no one takes you captive. This word here, take captive, is actually a word that's used in the ancient world for when somebody conquers another person, another army, another nation. They lead the people that they conquered off as plunder, make them captives, turn them into their slaves. That's what the enemies of God want to do with those who are in Christ. They want to make them captive to slavery, to sin once again, and under the sway of the devil. They want to conquer them, triumph over them. And how do they do that? Paul says, through hollow and deceptive philosophy the love of wisdom, which follows the pattern of this world. The enemies of God will see someone who is secure in Christ, who has everything that they need in Jesus, and they'll try to plunder, take them captive to be slaves to sin. And the way they do this is with all the falseness of the pattern of this world. Maybe a young child will be told, Jesus is Lord. He is your Lord and he gives you all you need and Jesus loves you. If, they'll add, you only continue to love him and do what is right. In doing so, Jesus is dethroned as Lord in the heart of that child as they add on and change through deceptive teachings what it means to be a child of God. Or maybe someone who has begun to put down roots in the faith goes off to college, but those roots aren't very deep. So they hear, yeah, it's good that you're a Christian and all, but to truly be a Christian, to truly be wise in the faith, you need to accept teachings like evolution. And you need to see your Bible as not entirely true. And Christ is dethroned in the heart of someone who's not rooted in the faith as they're uprooted and their faith is torn away from Christ. Or a person might be taken captive by deceptive teachings as they follow the pattern of this world and the 
spiritual forces of this world. As they're told, Christ would not ever say that anything's really wrong if it's something that you love. And the pattern of this world is to teach that God should love what sinful hearts love. And so Christ is dethroned as Lord. Or maybe the teaching is so deceptive uh, according to the pattern of this world, it depends on self rather than Christ. And so they're, they're told, the Christian is told that, yes, you've got Christ as Lord, but now, now you need to do your part and never sin again. And through a hollow, deceptive teaching, they're told that a Christian can avoid sinning and therefore remain in God's love by being holy. And Christ is dethroned as Lord as they depend on themselves. Paul warns, see to it that no one takes you captive through these things. And then he gives us the reason why we can fully depend on Christ, that there, there is no add-on, there is no extra we need to throw in. He says, for in Christ, all the fullness of the deity lives in bodily form. And in Christ, you have been brought to fullness. In the person of Jesus, is not just a man who gives us what we might crave after and then ask that we do our part. No, in the person of Jesus bodily dwells all the fullness of the deity. Jesus is true God. And as true God, the man Jesus is able to give us a rescue, a triumph over all, an absolute victory. Only the fully, truly Son of God found in the person of Jesus could give us fully what we need. So Paul can say, you have been brought to fullness in him. You know, there's a, a point where if you have just what you need, adding something can actually be harmful. And that's true when it comes to the divine. If God is complete perfection and holiness and he gives us perfection and holiness, trying to add to that doesn't make it better. It rather is harmful. There's a, a funny illustration by Gary Larson in one of his Fireside comics in which he has a person leaning back in the chair at the dentist's office. And he's got all these sorts of things sticking out of his mouth, hanging there, these contractions that the dentist is using to provide the care that's needed. And as his mouth is open wide and all these things are crammed in it, his eyes are also wide too as the dentist is saying, all right, Mr. Stevens, out of curiosity, we just want to see if we can also cram in this tennis ball in there as well. Now this we recognize as funny and humorous that we've probably experienced something like that. But that, that is what happens when someone takes the perfect love and care of Christ and th tries to insert something extra into it. It is something damaging and destructive. Paul says, don't be taken captive. In the Christ, you have the fullness of the deity and you are made full and complete in him. Paul then gives us some pictures, an illustration of what we have in Christ. The first illustration he gives is around the picture of circumcision. In circumcision, there is a removal of the flesh of the body. Well, Paul says, you have been circumcised in Christ. Not an ordinary circumcision, but you Gentiles. These people who probably weren't circumcised are now circumcised in Christ. A removal of the flesh of the body. 
a circumcision which takes off as the NIV translates here. Your whole self ruled by the flesh was put off when you were circumcised by Christ, having been baptized. That is, the illustration is, just as circumcision removed flesh of the body, baptism removes the sinful flesh from us. In Christ, we have been taken away from sin and control of our sinful nature, which no longer has power over us, but set free from that. And baptized into Christ, it says we were connected to Christ through his death and through his resurrection made alive. Paul continues this illustration saying, when you were dead in your sins and the uncircumcision of your, your flesh, that is your sinful flesh, God made you alive with Christ. He forgave all your sins. Why would you add on? How could you add on to anything more? In Christ, we have triumph over our sinful nature. We've been baptized into Christ. And more than that, not only has Christ taken off our sinful nature, cleansing us in baptism, Paul's second illustration is a wonderful picture, amazing picture of how he has canceled the debt that was against us. He says, God made you alive. He forgave all your sins, having canceled the charge of our legal indebtedness, which stood against us and condemned us. There it was, the, the law of God, the holy, perfect law of God, standing as a charge against us, against every sinner. And Paul illustrates it as he says, that legal charge which brought us the condemnation of, of hell and of God's punishment forever, that condemnation was removed. It says, he has taken it away, nailing it to the cross. How could we say we need to add anything more? When Christ, the holy Son of God, came in bodily form to take that charge of sin that was against us and to nail it onto the cross and there remove from us condemnation and everything that stood against us. We have all we need. How could you add, how could you purchase anything extra than what Christ has purchased and freely given us as he's removed the condemnation of sin and nailed it to the cross? And then Paul comes in with a third illustration for us. Remember how he mentioned that you should watch out you're not carried off as plunder, taken captive by the enemies of God? Well, Christ has conquered not only our sinful flesh and removed it as we are baptized. Christ has not only conquered the written code that stood against us, the condemnation as he nailed our sins and the charges to the cross, but he's conquered the devil and all of his enemies. It says, having disarmed the powers and authorities, he made a public spectacle of them. This is actually the type of display that was used when an ancient army would conquer their enemies. You wouldn't hear about the victory of a king over his enemies broadcast on the video on the news. But rather, that king would make a public display, a showing of those he conquered as he would parade around with his conquered enemies, showing that they had been defeated. When Christ, who died in bodily form at the hands of his enemies on the cross, paid for our sins, he rose again in victory. And he made a public display of his enemies. The devil and all the enemies of God have lost. That's what we confess in the creed when we say, he descended into hell to show his triumph, to declare his victory, 
over all authorities, over all enemies. How could you add anything more? When Christ has conquered the sinful flesh, set us free from slavery, how he has conquered the condemnation that stood against us, the curse of our sins, how he has conquered the devil and all the enemies of God. Christ has done it all. And he did that in a way which we would never expect. It wasn't by tricking us, by saying we now have to make some add-on payment as this pattern of this world would be. But rather it was by him freely winning for us the triumph for all. The Lord of all brought that triumph for all in a way that we would never expect. It says, triumphing over them by the cross. Christ, who nailed our sins to the cross, defeated all our enemies by the cross and won our victory. It's a way that the world would never fully understand or comprehend. The one who in all the fullness of the deity dwells, the person of Jesus, who is true God, but also true man, came to the cross. And by the cross, he triumphed over sin, death, and hell. And it's yours. You won't hear of some special add-on. You won't hear of any sort of extra purchase that you must make. It's all done by Christ, who is Lord of all. And Christ, who is Lord of all, freely gives you that triumph. Don't let anyone take you captive. Don't let anyone carry you away to slavery again or convince you that you need something more. But rather, just as you received Christ as Lord, continue in him, rooted, built up, strengthened in the one who is Lord of all, who triumphed for you over all by the cross. <laughs>